What is up, social spotters? Welcome to the social spot. Welcome today, Christy. I'm so excited to have you on the episode considering you are a pro in the podcast field. Do you want to share with us a little bit today about what you do? So my name is Christy and I am a marketing and mindset coach and a podcast host as well. Um, I help creative small business owners who are ready to attract more customers and clients, help them to win their hearts and ultimately drive sales as well. So I focus on holistic marketing, meaning that I don't focus solely on one specific area of marketing. Um, And I work with my clients to help them develop the marketing and content strategies that they need or that will help them achieve their goals. So from from there, once we sort of work out the strategies and what we want to do and what we want to achieve and where we want to go, we then look at the tactics and the platforms and all of the things that we will use and that we will do to support them and help them take action towards executing that strategy. And of course, on the mindset side, um, which is hugely important um, as well. And as I always say, the best strategy in the world will not work if you do not have the right mindset. So yeah, if you are full of self-doubt, if you are overthinking every decision, if you're struggling to take action, maybe you're dealing with perfectionism, which is a really big thing that comes up with so many of the people that I work with. Everything just feels so much harder. You're sort of faced with so much resistance and it just really slows down the progress and it sort of stops you from achieving all of the brilliant things that you actually want to achieve. So that's why we really focus on mindset as well. And, you know, you can have, like I said, the best strategy that if your strategy involves doing, you know, all of these things, jumping on camera, speaking to camera, you know, um, starting a podcast, all of these things, but you're really afraid to use your voice, you're afraid to be seen, then you're going to struggle to take those actions. So yeah, mindset and marketing go hand in hand. And I absolutely love supporting my clients with both of those things. Let's all write this down. Mindset and marketing go hand in hand. For someone that's starting a new business, when they're setting themselves up, what's a good mindset for them to be in? Oh, I think that's a great question. It's, I think one of the the biggest things as well, if you're just getting started is, I think one of the biggest things that you need to remind yourself and from a mindset perspective is everyone starts somewhere. You know, the people that you're probably looking at online that you're comparing yourself to, you know, they've been going for a while. You know, maybe you don't see the 37 takes that it took for them to create that piece of video content. Um, Mm. So really to remind yourself as well that everyone starts somewhere and that you are allowed to be a beginner. Um, Those things are sort of really important when you are starting out. Also, you know, things like some some people just, almost naturally confident you know they're happy to be on camera they're happy to share their voice and their opinion they're happy to do all those things and they just get on and they just do it and if that isn't you that can feel really really uncomfortable Um, and I think that's another thing you know when we are just starting as well this is something that you've never done before Um, and therefore it probably is going to feel uncomfortable and that is completely normal and that is completely okay and you know growth happens when we're feeling uncomfortable Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's a really really important one to remember as well you won't necessarily go into every interaction whether it's you know working with a client who's brand new or creating a piece of content you know being interviewed on a podcast or 
creating a reel, you know, you're not necessarily going to go into those things just starting out feeling confident, ready to go, ready to take action. There, there might be some hesitation, but it's when you can move through that hesitation and take that action, even if it feels small at the time, that you are going to see that growth. And so long as you keep going and you keep taking those small actions, you will get to where you want to be. The way you unpack that is you also explain how different people might be in different places. And it's just, it's really, it, may, it fills me with calm. And what helps me to think about where can I start rather than where is everyone else at? Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. And uh, that's what I want. That's what I work towards. Um, I think we get so caught up in everything that we see online. and. I actually am going to do a podcast episode myself on this is fact versus opinion online. So much of what we see online today is opinion. It's not necessarily fact, but the way that it's being delivered makes us feel like it's fact. And this is the way that we need to do it. And if we don't do it this way, and if we don't do these things, then we aren't going to make it and we might just fail. Um, but it's just not the case. And I just really wish that people knew that you know it doesn't have to be you know you don't have to follow the blueprint and there is no secret shortcut there isn't something that everyone else knows that you're missing it is about finding your own way and working out what works for you what works for your business what works for your personality and then really leaning into that and developing a plan around that that supports you and your business when you're working with other people, so whether it might be a client or with other freelancers, how do you navigate those relationships? I'm really lucky, I have to say, in that I have worked with some truly incredible people. And I, When I first started out, a lot of my work came through referrals, um, word of mouth. It was people that I knew in my professional career as well that sort of had recommended me to other people. There have been obviously a couple of instances where I've worked with a couple of clients or, you know, I've had interactions with clients who really weren't quite aligned to me and the way I like to work and things like that. And I think as you move through that journey, you sort of learn to recognize them and you will get, I guess, the courage as well to sort of draw a line in the sand and say, this is not the kind of client that I want to work with. It's not good for you, but it's also probably not great for them. You know, they need to find someone that's a really good fit for them as well. And just saying yes to take the work and then not loving it, finding that relationship a little difficult to manage. Um, is really hard on you and it doesn't necessarily make you feel really great about what you're doing. We want to come into every day feeling like we're doing the work that, you know, we were put here to do with the people that we want to serve and the people that we want to help. Um, and so I think that, yeah, we need to have that, the courage to sort of understand who it is that we want to work with and then also identify who we don't want to work with but then free them as well. When you're working with people, and you can feel in your gut, it's not working. It's just such a different feeling to when you're busy and you have a lot of hard work to do. So hard work is very different to when you're not vibing with the client, when you're not gelling and it's just not flowing. So if you, for example, have a client and you know that's the case, they have an awesome business, but the two of you might not be gelling together, um, might not be love forever and ever. <laughs> How would you handle um, finishing that relationship or moving on in a way that 
doesn't burn the bridge and still keeps that relationship how would you communicate that it's real it is a really hard thing to do um i think that uh, there is there needs to be a certain level of honesty there as well you know you don't have to tell them that i don't like you and i don't want to work with you. you don't have to go down that path but you know we can sort of you know offer that suggestion that you know this is the path that i'm really going and this is the work that i'm going to be um focusing on in the future um and i do think you know perhaps it you know that perhaps you know you don't sort of fit that in a nicer way of course like as in it you know I'm can I help you find someone who can support you in you know where you want to go and what you want to do um mm -hmm. and things like that. giving them notice as well of course you know you're not going to break up with someone and then walk away the next mm -hmm. day unless of course the relationship has gone horribly horribly wrong but mm -hmm. I you know I think as well like I said um what we were talking about before it's it's that level of honesty where you can actually say to someone you know, this is what I want to do and this is where I want to go. And they'll probably understand and completely respect you for, you know, letting them know where you're going and what it is that you actually want to do. But also when I think you're working with someone like that, that isn't vibing with you, you know, you're not on the same page. They want you to go left, but really you want to, you think that they should go right. And, you know, it is, um, it's better for them as well, that they can sort of be released from that relationship and that they can go and find someone that works the way that they want that is you know agrees with them that vibes with them that wants to go left with them while they go left as well so um mm. it's a really hard it is a really hard thing to do yes. um and yeah just that's really sort of the direction that i have gone but fortunately i haven't really had to do it a lot um and i have you know there have been people that i've worked with and it's it's definitely been like on a contract basis so you know we've signed together to work for three months and then at the end of that three months i you know haven't necessarily offered them you know the opportunity to work with me further um and you know i've sort of helped them sort of work out where they need to go next and who mm -hmm. they can sort of lean to to help them get that support as well i think you put that so well because really trying to understand what a client wants and a client needs you want to be able to help them and if you're not able to do that then that can it's almost better for them to find someone that's better suited to that Absolutely. but not only that i think when a client wants you to do something and then they do as you put it want to go left and you might want to go right and you can see that they need to go right that's when it does get really kind of a bit complicated and you kind of feel like well it's their business so whatever i'm working for them i'm going to do what they want if you have to be eloquent in the way that you communicate why you think it's better um mm -hmm. and i find that i will not, i won't say anything at first but i'll wait till the right time and then i'll say you know once we've finished a con uh, certain amount of content or they've gotten through something they might be promoting and we review how everything went, I'll say, I think it's really great that you did this and giving them lots of compliments about what worked. Mm -hmm. I think by taking emotion, by taking emotional language out of communication, it really keeps that more professional rather than saying things like, oh, it was really hard when you wouldn't listen or I already knew this was going to happen. That's not helpful. They're learning, you're learning you're trying to work as a team together and you're in this together, but at the end of the day, it is their business. So there's that respect factor and it can mm -hmm. be a really hard balance. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It is like you said, at the end of the day, it's their business and the decision is theirs. 
And if they don't agree with you and they want to go a different direction, like in some ways as well, I go, you know what, good on you. Like, you know what you want and you're sticking to it and you're Mm -hmm. going for it. Um, So I think that that can be a really good thing. And it could be as well, even though you really think, you know, that they should go right and they should do something else. It's a good opportunity for you as well to see what happens when you go left, you know, mm-hmm. um, maybe one of you will get a really good lesson or a really bad lesson, yeah. um, however <laughs> that sort of plays out. Um, but I think that's a, you know, a really important thing to remember as well. Like you said, it's their business. Yes. And also, you know, relationships are, you know, it's a two-way thing. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're unhappy, there's a good chance that they're maybe not super happy as well. If you're feeling friction, they might be feeling friction. So mm. it's never generally sort of like, you know, they're happy, they think it's going well and you're like, oh, I just can't stand this. I don't want to do this. Mm. Um, there's generally, you know, the feeling often is kind of mm. mutual, not always, but yeah, it's um, you're doing them a favour as well. That's the other way that I always look at it. Like if it's not working, if you need to part ways, um, the relationship's coming to an end, you know, you're doing them a favour as well because they need to move on as well and they need to find the right people that can support them. And then yeah. that opens space for the right people to come into your world that you can support, you know, in your zone of genius as well. So it serves mm. the both of you. Mm. When the business says to you to go a different direction, what I often think is, they're actually in there running that business day to day. I am not. I'm coming in and I'm looking at it from a different angle and I'm not in there speaking to their people, um, in their staff. And I think you really have to hear them and they want to feel heard. So you can't just come in and take over. You really have to be working with them. I'm being very fortunate well as well with all the people I've worked with. It really is taking a step back, listening and working together as a team If you were to go back to your younger self, right at the start of your business, I'm not sure how many years ago that was, but when you started, what advice would you give yourself that you know now? So, so many things that I wish I knew when I started. I guess some of the biggest things are probably like, no one's judging you as harshly as you think that they are. You know, no one's paying that much attention don't be afraid to stuff up because seriously, no one's paying as much attention as you are. Um, No one remembers when you said the wrong thing or when, you know, something silly happened. It's all sort of, you know, we are our own worst critics. And I do remember when I first started my business, even to this day, you know, I said this the other day, actually, I was talking to someone else, you know, it's new level, same devil. So, so often, you know, we come into these, these interactions, we start our businesses and there are, you know, these niggles where, you know, like you feel like you're being judged and things like that. And it might be like, you know, old peers, it could be people that you used to work with. Um, and you're worried that, you know, they'll start seeing your content, you know, and in your mind, you're thinking that they're going, well, who does she think she is? And, you know, I'm way smarter than what she is. How can she start a business? Um, and eventually, you know, you kind of get over that and you don't think about those people anymore. And then bigger opportunities come to you and opportunities that put you in front of way more people. And you're no longer thinking about those people that you went to school with or that you used to work with. Now you're thinking on a much bigger scale, but it can still be the same thing. You know, who am I to be speaking about these things? You know, I don't have as much experience as you know, Stacey down the street or, you know, whatever it is, and you still feel that fear of judgment. Um, But yeah, it kind of moves with you and you kind of grow with it. 
that was probably a really big one. Um, and perfectionism is something that I've spoken about so much um, over the last few years. It's something that I have dealt so much with. And again, you know, new level, same devil. It kind of follows me everywhere I go. One of the big ones as well, I guess, is like, don't be afraid to take imperfect action. You know, you will never have all of your ducks in a row. Um, it, I, I remember hearing somewhere once someone said, if like if every if it looks perfect, you know, if it's perfect and you're not uncomfortable, then you waited too long. You should have launched months ago. Um, you know, you sat on it for too long, and now you know you're more than ready. Um, you know, and that that imperfect action, making those mistakes, you know, making decisions sort of as you go with the information that you have, the best decision that's available to you right then and there. So long as you keep doing that you keep moving you keep making decisions you keep taking action you are going to get to where you want to go far faster than if you sit on things and if you wait till things are perfect and if you wait until you have all your your ducks in a row and if you wait until you're confident and you're comfortable there's a thing called the confidence competence loop I don't know if you've heard about it before and basically it's kind of like you know the infinity symbol and so it basically kind of goes you know the more competent you are the more confident you become the more confident you become the more competent you become and it kind of keeps going in that loop so like the more you take action the more comfortable you become the more comfortable you come the more action you then begin to take as well um so it's just about like I said before you know remembering as well that everyone starts somewhere and if you go back to all of the people who you think are brilliant and who you think are great who are showing up in your feed daily who are doing all of the things who are taking all of the actions who are probably now you know a lot of them making really good money if you go back to the start of their journey holy dolly <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like, the way that they are on camera is nothing like they are now you know they're mm -hmm. branding like what it looked like when they started versus now you know when they paid that fancy brand designer to bring it all together like everyone starts at the same space basically everyone starts at the same spot everyone even the people who look like they have it all together now they're still taking imperfect action they're just really good at it they aren't afraid to make the decisions they aren't afraid to take the action they kind of don't really care as much about looking silly or they brush it off a lot easier so probably one of my really big ones is yeah imperfect action will win over you know waiting for perfect action to come your way Thank you so much for chatting to us today. There's so much wisdom in everything you said, Christy. I can't wait to go back and have a listen. Thank you so much, Kate. <laughs>